0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts Brendan McCullough and Mark Troy. How are you guys today?
1: What's up?
2: What up, Yo. brah? Hey, what's up? It's fam. What up? How you doing, fam?
0: Fucking gangsters. I'm doing pretty good today. Uh, you guys sound decent.
2: <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know, we're all very white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I think yeah. Mark's <laughs> half very white. Uh, I'm like
1: sort of. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. I thought that was very apparent.
1: Oh <laughs> we have a podcast.
0: It's obvious. Um, so what have you guys been playing? I know specifically I picked up a new new ish game and I'm in love. Like I literally can't stop playing this now. And I had a pretty fun stream recently, but let's go around the table. Uh, how about let's hear from Mark first.
1: Um, I want I you guys to, yeah, I was going to say, I want you guys to take your best guess.
2: Uh mm. Sakura Spirits
0: number munchers <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh I have Switcher. a Switcher Switcher yeah, yeah it's Switcher 3 I mean, But, it's always yeah. Switch. <laughs> but <laughs> funny you should mention Sakura Spirit I know cuz you have
2: like every anime game on Steam like on yeah. your wishlist and it's it's embarrassing Mark you should be ashamed
1: uh, well okay I told you <laughs> I I have told Everyone, this in a previous episode, I played that game and it is genuinely a trash game. That game <laughs> sucks. Like, it's not like people buy it for the, the hentai aspect of it, I guess. I bought it and like just because it's an anime game. I just like hit purchase. Yeah. The game is terrible. Yeah. But off it, to okay. a great
0: start on a Monday with Mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, Hope you're it's, enjoying it's, your
1: Monday
2: morning commute. Here's some anime tips.
1: No, it's, it's so bad. It's like, oh, it's unbearable. That the, the, all those games are the worst bits of copy and paste, generic. Oh my, uh, I I don't even need to go on anymore. Cause that, that's no. not even what I'm playing. I don't even know what I'm <laughs> talking about. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> nice. uh, how we get so, sidetracked in the first five minutes.
1: Immediately. <laughs> yeah. So Witcher. Yeah, Witcher three. Just I've been gr- grinding away at that. It's uh it's been really fun. It hasn't let me down yet. Um I'm level twenty, I think. Yeah, I'm level twenty, almost twenty one. Nice. H- have thirty something hours in it at this point. Uh, what's
0: what's the level cap in that game? I think
1: Uh, 35? Okay. I'm not sure if there is one. Oh, yeah. maybe There might not be a cap, but I think like you stop getting... uh, Actually, I don't know. The the highest level achievement is 35, so that's why I said that, because I I, I actually am not sure, but...
2: Well, I know I definitely got 36, so it can go higher, but I think at that point, it doesn't matter. Okay. Because I think you can pretty much kill everything in the game at that point, so it's, you know, just numbers. Okay.
1: Yeah. So been working at that. Not I don't know. I I don't have a ton of new stuff to say about it. I've I finally caught that douche dandelion. <laughs> so, uh He's your buddy
2: in the game, but god damn it is it annoying.
1: Oh my god, that th- uh, this quest lasted for so long. But mm-hmm. yeah, so now I feel like I'm almost about to find Siri. I feel like I'm like right there and for any any of you who have played this game know that Siri She's in is, an
2: iPhone. And it's yeah. tough to find because you're in medieval times and they haven't been invented yet.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it? Yeah, that's, that's, the story. Exa- that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, I won't harp on this too much. I, I I've been I talking about s- this game way too much. So yeah, we gush on it
2: all the time. I will say though, uh, I don't think I mentioned it before. Well, I'm, the DLC is free. There's a ton of cosmetic free DLC, but I didn't realize when you get it, it instantly. Uh, adds it to the game like you don't have an option with some of the cosmetic stuff to like oh i want this outfit or that outfit like if you download the dlc it just puts it right in so in the game it's no real secret like spoiler but um there's an area where wizards and like magic users are being persecuted so they're trying to hide which is a common story in a lot of fantasy stuff um and one of the characters you're helping out is hiding but you can get dlc uh dress for her and it's this like super elegant fancy like silk looking dress just super enameled with jewels and stuff and i got the dlc and it automatically put it on her so she's trying to hide from like the city watch and has like a burlap sack over her head but then everything below her neckline is just like a sequence ball gown like the most astonishing dress and it's just like you're really shit at hiding because (laughs) i thought that was just part of the game like naturally i didn't realize that was the dlc clothes and it really threw me off. Like, so, if anyone experienced that, it's the DLC doing it. It's not the actual story. She
1: dresses more modestly if you don't download it. Oh, actually, I thought of another game that I've been playing. Oh, what's that? Um, so, it's called Freedom Wars, and Ooh. it's for the 3DS. I mean, not, no, actually, no, it's for the PS Vita. Uh, it's a, yeah, my other handheld system, the PS Vita. So, it's this game and it takes place in uh the year like a hundred and two thousand fourteen. And humanity lives underground um because the the earth is basically destroyed. Is this Garen and... Lagon? No, it's not. <laughs> Believe <laughs> Karen it or not. Garen Logan. yeah. It is not, I I promise you that. Uh but um Yeah. So you're a criminal and you are in prison and you have to try and, like, f- you have a, a sentence, and it's measured in years, and, uh, like, like it would be normally, but the catch is, you can go and fight these monsters, and when you fight them, it brings down the amount of years you have in prison,
0: so... Hmm. and well this game looks crazy as fuck i'm looking at some gameplay it kind of like what's the what the hell your character can jump in the air and then use like some kind of spider-man thing and like claw his way around it kind of reminds me of like attack on titans like uh 3d or not necessarily but they have like more or less like tethered like ropes or something and then they use like the co2 to like propel them around but like this guy is kind of like a little spider-man but it's also kind of like I don't know, uh scorpion from Mortal Kombat being like, get over here. But instead of like grabbing someone, you're just grabbing a building and like pulling yourself closer.
1: Yeah. So if you, if you ever play like monster Hunter picture like monster Hunter, but in the future and like super anime style with guns and you kind of have it. I would say picture
2: monster Hunter and dead man wonderland.
1: Yeah. That's a
2: plot of that. And then with monster hunters aesthetic,
1: that's a good, no, that's, that's very good comparison.
2: It looks awesome though. Like I thought it was gonna be like a weird, like sort of like ironic, jokey game, like a uh, bro force or something.
1: Oh uh, no, no, not, not at, at all. Actually looks,
0: yeah, looks the name really cool. is deceiving. I'll be yeah. perfectly honest. I, I was about to laugh it off and be like, "Oh, Mark," but then <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the official gameplay trailer and it looks fucking badass. I no, it's a, it's
1: it's really a really a good game. And this is if you remember me ranting about people not giving the PS Vita a chance. <laughs> this is a prime example of that. Like this game is so good, and people are just like, ah, it's a shitty system. No one should buy it. And and you know what? Th- they have some grounds to stand on because yeah, we don't get a lot of the best games that from Japan. Like we just don't get them imported. Um, but there are good games, and it they the system pays itself off with things like this. But eh. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm not too far in it but I'm really enjoying it so far.
2: Yeah, I feel thanks like
0: the, for mentioning it. The yeah. The
2: PSP and the PS Vita get like a lot of shit mostly because they were just hacked and just I think Sony America just stopped putting money into it cuz they're just like, well everyone's just stealing the games anyway because you can hack them. So why should we bother like importing a bunch of them since we know we won't make our money back? Uh, <laughs> like, I feel uh, like they just got screwed over when People figured out you can like break into uh, jailbreak them and stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like that was the downfall of it. Like, it's a good system, I think.
1: See, it's just I, unfortunate. I there's probably some truth to that. There, there really is. But there, you also have to consider the fact that even after all of that stuff happened, the PSP scene in Japan was still hot fire. Well, after it died out in America, Split hot fire.
2: Yeah. Uh Well, like all mobile games are just more prevalent in Japan. Like they're just more popular. Like, oh,
1: totally. Dude, for wh- whatever
2: reason, I guess because people are commuting more and there's less driving in Japan and there's more like trains and buses and stuff and walking. Oh yeah. So I think, You're right. I think mobile games are just that much more prevalent and gaming in general in Japan is a little more accepted. Like it's common to see like a random business guy with a PSP and playing a game, whereas here mm-hmm. if you saw like a forty five year old business guy, you'd be like, the fuck is that?
1: I know it. It's kind of sad, actually. When I was in Taiwan, I was um down in the subway, and there was all of these ads for these like ridiculous anime RPGs on Android. And I was just like, "This is so awesome! Like, this is <laughs> like where are you I would see some like Victoria's Secret ad in America. Like, I'm seeing this like anime dude with a sword telling me to download his app. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, Live that's dream. yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, nice, cool. Nothing, yeah, so, nothing too crazy, but you know, it's it's keeping me entertained. So, well, uh,
0: <laughs> one question before we move on to Brent: Do you think the end of Witcher is in the f- foreseeable future, or do you still think you have a long ways to go?
1: Uh, how so, many hours do you have? I would ask that. Uh, yeah, that's that, a better that's question. That's the thing. I'm I'm kind of torn because. I looked at Bren's completion time. He's at like 88 hours or something stupid, yeah. ridiculous. <laughs>
2: 85, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I looked down how long to beat and the main story is only 44 hours. I so, got real sidetracked. Yeah. I haven't done like a crazy amount of side quests. So I'm at like 34 hours. So I might be done the main quest by the time we record next
0: oh nice that'd be interesting yeah i was just yeah, curious so,
1: so I, I can would... i can finally start talking about something else besides <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
0: what the listeners all want
2: yeah we we've said it before <laughs> but i would say in witcher it's i would say it's less getting sidetracked and doing the side quests as they are like necessary to grind and like level up because some of the monsters are just so hard but at a certain level you don't need to keep leveling like Everyone's as hard as they're going to get. So yeah,
1: basically what I do is, if the main quest is too high of a level for me, I will go do a side quest until I get to the level that I need to be at, and then I do the main quest.
2: Yep, I usually do it like until I'm five levels over the main quest because oh, it suck. Okay, and I'm playing on hard mode, so I'd get my ass kicked if I was at the level.
1: Yeah, I'm just at normal, and basically if you're if you're playing on normal. And, and, uh, or you just want to or you just want to see the story and yeah, yeah. You, yeah um yeah you're fine if you're just at the level or even a level below it you'll probably win it might be a little bit harder but um yeah that's what that's what I'm doing I'm not yeah. I don't know I, don't, I just I, it's really weird like when you have a game like this and I like because you bought the game you know you shouldn't be complaining about it having too much content. That's but- <laughs> actually like the
2: biggest complaint, pe- like I've seen with the reviewers about Witcher Three. They're like, it's a little too much. Like it's amazing, but it's like it's like eating an entire box of chocolate candies. It's like yeah. you just yeah, the box half finished, and you're sitting on the uh, couch groaning while you hold your bloated stomach, just going like Jesus Christ. Oh, it's man, so the, true. The,
0: the funny thing is, and I heard there's some other game coming out. I I wish I knew what which one it was, but they're basically like bragging that it's going to be like three times as big as the witcher and it's just like (laughs) i'm not even kidding it's just like it just blows my mind that that's what people aspire to do and i'm like yeah i love that open world like can get lost in it but it's like when yeah when is too much too much that's interesting i I, I, I personally i don't think there is a too much because I, i it just doesn't fucking matter to me i'll get lost as long as i can it's like, true, but I'll, like, if I'll go you from have town a, to town and then forget about the previous towns and just keep on going. Like, <laughs> see where we go.
1: If you have a lot of games to get through, though, like Brandon and I do, it actually, I don't know, it's in the back of your mind. Like, all right, this is really cool, but it's taking a lot of time. Off. Yeah, it's like, I really want to get to, for me, I really, really want to play Undertale. T- to be fair, we don't
2: have to get through these games. We don't have to buy them, and in fact, we shouldn't buy all of these games. But (laughs) a lot of of these
1: games... Yeah, yeah, it's a standard I set for myself. I I I don't let myself go on to new games unless I beat the game while I enjoy it or it absolutely sucks and I (laughs) I drop it. And those are the two conditions in order for me to move on to a new game. Well,
2: that's like what we talked about with Fallout and a lot of these big open world RPGs where it's like, this is like the one game like some kid's going to buy for the next like two years and the game developers put in enough content to fill all that time so uh, it's we're it's not for us who burn through games like in a week
0: but god damn
2: it are they good and that falls in line with metal gear solid i'm still playing that it's still enjoyable god damn it's tough though it's real tough and it's confusing how they have fully robotic mechs like gigantic mechs chasing it down in like 1983 but (laughs) then but then in metal gear solid one like it's like 99 or something and it's unheard of to have a full fully operational metal gear so it's funny with the timelines but like god damn it it's just so hard and not like witcher hardware it's like combat it's like hardware i can't be spotted and this mecha godzilla is running after me and he's like A hundred feet tall, and it's kind of impossible not to be spotted by him. And then when you do hide from him, he sends out drones to fly around and see you. And if you get caught by them, he'll come after you. And if you destroy them, he'll come after you. So it's just really challenging. Like it's just annoyingly hard. It's not like it's not like a gunfighter, like a firefight. Like that's the easiest part of Metal Gear Solid, where you can just run and guns ablaze and just kill everybody. Like I almost beat every base. I do that in, but when I try to be stealthy, that's when it's tough. So it, it's kind of teaching me the opposite. I want to go in Guns to Blazing all the time now.
0: That's how I typically play those kinds of games. I don't know. But I don't know. They do. Th- I feel like they're designed for you to play it stealthily.
2: Usually in the other Metal Gear games, it was easier to go in stealthily. It was still a challenge, but you would almost always lose if you went in like Guns to Blazing. Like if you were loud and did like the heavy approach, you were almost guaranteed to lose. Whereas in this one, it's, I think, so open world they have to have like enemies spawn and then those enemies have to drive to that base where you're attacking and it takes them that much time that by the time they arrive, I've already killed everybody. So I think it kind of is easier to go full Rambo and just uh, hard as a motherfucker.
0: God damn it. It just reminded me, speaking of stealthy games, I think I saw on PSN, uh store over the weekend it was like the game thief for the the new one the new one for 2.99 literally three dollars and i should have just got it but i didn't because i forgot i think it was like i added it to my cart and then i forgot about it uh i was like god damn it i hear yeah everyone's like it's not great but i just feel like it it seemed good
2: right well (laughs) uh, i just say this i got for 3 the-
0: bucks it's probably worth $3. I feel like that's an insult to the developers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I got the original like 3 thief games like in a bundle cuz I've heard they're amazing and they're really like stealth oriented almost to the point where you can't fight. If you get caught you're dead. Like that's just it. Yeah. Um but it's really hard. Like they're the old school hard games where I don't know if it's hard because of the lack of technology they had at the time or hard cuz they really wanted to, you know, make you try it over and over again. But, I mean, I haven't even got past, like, the second mission on the first one. Like, that's how hard they are not how dated they are that I just don't want to look at it anymore. So I just go, ah, fuck it. I just drop them. Yeah. But I heard the new one is, like, kind of just an Assassin's Creed clone where, like, combat's okay, if not encouraged. And I think most people, like, who love the franchise and people who love it really love them, um, I think they take it as, like, an insult. And just like, how dare you ruin our beloved Thief franchise? And that's why... It, that's why everyone says it sucks is because it's different
0: oh wow so I, I don't know if it
2: actually is bad or if it's just people being butthurt that their franchise is changing but okay I, the games are tough as it is so i have no love for them so i don't know maybe it is maybe it is a good game maybe it is
0: <laughs> yeah God i wish i would have got it for three bucks because then i could have found out but maybe our listeners can like tweet us or something or send us a email let us know if you ever played it and what you think of it and if it's worth buying um
2: yeah, someone who was experienced with
0: that. What else have you been playing?
2: I'll say, I uh, talked about it before. I played the alpha of it. I got a video up on YouTube of me playing it. Uh, Deadbolt. It finally came out. Um, it came out like March, yeah, like 14th, I think. Um, it, like I said, it's before. It's kind of like Hotline Miami uh, 2D stealth game where you're like the Grim Reaper going and killing zombies and skeletons and demons and vampires, and it's great. It's. A cool world it built. It's not super in depth, but like just, it, it establishes enough story for the game. It does it right. It's from the developers of Risk of Rain. Um, it's super fast paced. You die a ton. You die a shitload. And I beat it in six hours total. But there's an achievement to beat the game in one hour. And then there's like an achievement to beat the game without dying. And I find that pretty impossible for both things to accomplish because it's just so hard and shit just doesn't go right for you a lot it's a great game but it's it's tough and i can't imagine anyone beating it within one hour or without dying i would be very impressed if anyone does that okay um but it's uh i think it's like 10 bucks nice let me see if i can find it real quick um but it's it's definitely around that price range of like 10 bucks to maybe 15 but it's no higher than that. So I highly recommend people going to get it and you know, help out the devs by buying it. It's fucking great.
0: Excellent. Nice. Um speaking of Steam games, I I this game, oh my god, I'm so like obsessed with it. It's excellent. Um and it's a little more uh a little more pricey. It's 24.99, but it's uh called Grim Dawn and it's essentially like what everyone always everyone who played Diablo 2 thought to themselves like, Oh, I can't wait for Diablo three. And then Diablo three came out and it was nothing. What we wanted (laughs) like grim Dawn is everything I wanted. It's basically Diablo two clone with updated graphics, uh, so many unique items it's when i say like diablo clone it's very similar to the point where like the certain like like magic items when you kill like uh enemies and stuff like they're they're yellow for like their rarity and stuff it's super similar to diablo 2 i just am having so much fun with it and the the quests are great the enemies are super unique and like the animations are super smooth and The colors and just all around I'm just thrilled with how uh visually amazing it is and I'm just having so much fucking fun in my first sit down to play it uh I got to level six within 45 minutes so obviously the first couple of levels are pretty easy to just burn through and it's funny I didn't realize at that point like I only uh was clearing out the first like little area and like getting unlocking the first little town uh, when I came back and played today though, I was streaming it earlier. I had some people actually stop in the stream. There's three or uh, three or four viewers that stopped in and were super helpful, like pointing me in the right direction, telling me certain hot keys and shit. And it was great uh but i eventually found out that you had to like pick a class and it was funny that i thought that would have been something that would have happened initially like right off the bat but i like i hit a button didn't realize what i did it was like pick your class and i was like shit i thought i would have done this by now um but there's like a bunch to choose from like i'm currently playing an oculus uh wait oculus wow what am i saying (laughs) doug has an
1: oculus what
0: no no, it's a an occultist wow i just can't Uh... speak uh, there's, there's a bunch of different ones. There's like a demolitionist, an occultist, a soldier. uh Why can't I think of the others? Oh, arcanist and something else magic related. Uh, But I chose the occultist because it seemed the most similar to a druid. And like, I, and that's the thing for people who played Diablo two, the druid wasn't a part of the regular Diablo two. If you had the expansion Lord of destruction, you could play as a druid and he could like summon like ravens and like wolves and shit and the cool thing is uh i just found out that my occultist can summon a hellhound and i i just unlocked the ability but i haven't done it yet and then the funny thing is the people that i watch were watching the stream were like summon a hellhound and i was like gotta go guys see ya. and then i realized <laughs> i was like fuck i'll hum- i'll summon one next time so
2: <laughs> you're just hellhound teasing them
0: seriously damn it <laughs> i was teasing myself though <laughs>
2: Yeah, anytime with those like RPG style games like Diablo, I'm, the class I always pick is always like whatever can summon like extra help, like usually animals or if it can summon ghosts or something or necromancers can summon like skeletons and stuff. Just cause they, you get extra help, they usually have some sort of crazy buff, and they can aggro enemies for you.
0: Exactly. No, that's exactly why I do that too. And another thing about it, the class, the occultist, it's like, even though you can do this shit, uh, you're kind of limited when it comes to using swords and guns it's like you're not as like proficient i'm like whatever and it's like but you can augment it and i was like well if i get an augmented sword or gun i'll be fine
2: (laughs) yeah yeah you're always so squishy and vulnerable but i mean that's why you can summon stuff to so you can get aggro other people
0: yeah oh and finding these like little mini bosses along the way have been It's just they're so cool and unique like oh god I dare say it's like better than Diablo so far and I've only played twice and I'm having like a fucking blast I can't wait to see where it goes Um, and I'm glad it's not like in like early access or anything and this should be like a complete game and I'm like excited for that it's been a while since I've done that so awesome action rpg hack and slash like indie rpg loot game like check this shit out grim dawn people and i'm gonna be streaming it probably for the next like three years
2: <laughs> nice <laughs> I, I was just like thinking back to um back when i played the city Heroes days way back when and um they had a i guess expansion or like rival game come out and it was city of villains where you could play as a villain it was the same game just reskinned um and you could be a, like a summoner class i think it was mastermind is it called i'm looking it up now uh let's see yeah and you can choose what you summoned. and so you can summon a bunch of different stuff but everyone always picked the same thing because one was clearly cooler than the rest so you could summon like mercenaries which were just thugs necromancy so like skeletons and the undead robotics so you got like robots and stuff oh thugs is actually different so mercenaries and thugs are different uh demons and then ninjas so, like, out of all the masterminds in the game, like, 90% of them summon ninjas.
1: What? And at a certain point, you, can't yeah, you can summon. ninjas.
2: ninjas? That's not a
1: summoning thing.
2: Well, you're, like, the shogun, or, like, the, you know, their master, so you could summon them down and they appear. And uh. at the higher levels, you get, like, initially you get one, but then you get, like, up to three of the weaker guys, two of the stronger guys, and then only one of the strongest guy. But I'm pretty sure whoever designed it just watched Naruto a lot. Cause they were like Genin and Chonin and like Jonin, like I'm just, just the ranks from Naruto ninjas. I'm just like, come on guys, come on. <laughs> uh, those uh, are no idea. What good old, old talking days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's best you don't. Naruto just is fucking garbage.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of garbage, <laughs> I actually have a game that I saw a couple days ago. And I really wanted to bring it up on the podcast. It's actually a game I played a very long time ago. And it's on Hmm. Steam. And I I don't know why I wanted to talk about it. Maybe because it just made me so angry. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Bulletstorm? No, it's not. (laughs) Bulletstorm, Brandon. (laughs) But, okay, it's called Eleusis. It's a weird name. It's like E-L-E-U-S-I-S or something. So it, it starts off with your character in a car. And a big boulder falls on the road, and he has no choice but to, like, leave his car and go explore the area around him. And you're in Greece, and it's this, like, super creepy, creepy village. So I'm playing this game, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is, the atmosphere here is terrifying. This is great. Like, these, it was made with Unreal Engine. It it looks really good, and I was so happy, and... The re- is pretty
2: terrifying, especially when you look at the economy. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. This game, it, the intro is really cool. It's about 15 minutes long. And then, oh my God, does it take a, take a turn for the worst?
0: So. <laughs> I was just going to say user reviews are mixed on Steam. Like, I don't know yeah. how many people. When, are into this. when I bought it, it was actually,
1: the reviews were, or better. I think probably because it hadn't been out that long. But, oh my god, this game sucks. It's so bad. The, okay, I'm all about like not making the game just like super on rails, super easy mode. But, there comes a time when they're just doing things just to like, to mess with the gamer. Because <laughs> the puzzles in this game, You can't solve them without a a guide. You can't. It is so hard. Like, one thing that comes to mind for me, there was, I had to, like, find this map or something, and the way to do it was to, like, walk six miles to the left, find a string underneath a mattress on the third floor of some girl's bedroom, then walk, like, 20 miles south and then find a magnet inside of this locked drawer that's only opened with this combination that you find on this, like, dead dog's collar that you have to bury by getting this shovel that you found, like, behind this shed. What the fuck? And then, (laughs) not only do you only have these two random items, but you had to, like, know to go in your inventory and combine them, and it doesn't tell you any of this. And you combine the items... And then you're like, oh, cool, so I have this magnet on a rope. So, like, (laughs) you don't know what to do, and then you keep walking around. I can't, like, for someone who didn't look this up, I don't know how you would do it. But the answer to getting this, like, getting this map, you have to use that magnet in a string and walk, like, out in the middle of nowhere in the
0: woods. 50 miles to the north yeah.
1: no it's serious and when I when I'm saying in miles your character time. your character must be like a this thousand years be. old he must be <laughs> like a thousand because he walks so slow and you have to walk everywhere there's no fast traveling I you, what you do you find this abandoned porta potty in the middle of the woods is that well, it was an outhouse? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pork It That would be not, that would be the wrong setting. But you find this outhouse, middle of nowhere. You have to use the string and the magnet in the outhouse. Nice. And you put it in the water and it pulls a key out.
0: Uh, well, that's obvious that you're going to get yeah. a key out. I, I was yeah. expecting some kind of, okay. Who
1: no. A key? Dude, I can't, look, that, that, oh my god, it, it's so bad. <laughs> and you wouldn't know any of this. The the their so, the puzzles are so obtuse. It just it's like oh my god. And and then like after you finally get that key, like these shitty game mechanics come into play where all these dogs start chasing you, and like there's like one tile in the game that you can be on where you won't die instantly, and it's just so bad. And I don't recommend uh, yeah. it to anyone. I was
0: just expecting like you get this key, you open up a door to this building, and inside the the building is there's like a cake, and it's like you win, and it's like, <laughs> but no, then it's just, like, but now you have to eat the key and uh poop it for the next player.
1: Yeah. No, it, I, I I wish that happened. I really do. But I'd make it's it a like, little
0: more interesting,
1: dude. There's like, like if this game was built on like maybe uh a, a grid that took. I don't know. Maybe fifteen minutes to walk to each end of it. It might be worth it because then it might be possible. But this game is so huge. It does not need. It's like it's like walking around in Skyrim with no quest map, no like journal even from like the Morrowind days, and like solving these quests. It's
0: terrible. Yeah, it so sounds like frustration in a I game. I just.
1: Yeah, I just looked back at my Steam library, and I saw it, and I wanted to rant about it, but... Oh,
0: wait, <laughs> let's make this a segment, like, uh, regrettable game of the week. Uh,
1: I, I, oh, that sounds I, fantastic.
2: I made little categories on Steam, like, so I got the games I haven't, like, played yet or be yet, and then I finished games, like, so I know which ones I've actually been... And then I got a category that's just shit games. Oh. And it's mostly the ones that you guys sent me for giving everyone bad rats. I almost
0: <laughs> forgot to bring this up on the podcast, and I need to like totally divulge and do it right now because it's a, a massive rant. And I, it actually fits into Regrettable Game of the Week. Uh, <laughs> so here's our new segment. Ba-da-da-da. All right. So I ended up saying to myself, you know what? It's only $15. I think <laughs> I'm going to buy Firewatch. I'm like, That's how
2: every bad decision starts on Steam. It's only so many dollars. I know. How
0: bad could oh, it wait, be? No, wait. it was twenty, wasn't it? It's Firewatch is twenty I bucks, so. I think. Yeah, it's ninety-nine. All right, so yeah. my bad. So I was like, "It's only twenty bucks. Let's do it." I want to see what this game's about. Everyone's got me intrigued. I haven't had it ruined for me, so let's just do it and buy it, install it, hit play, and I get the dreaded missing executable. Uh, error from steam and i'm like ah well i've seen that before that's really gay and i'm like well maybe i have to just reinstall it delete local content reinstall the game same thing so i'm like fuck and i'm like so i I like do a, a fresh restart uh do whatever i can and it's just no matter what Whenever I try to launch Firewatch, I'm getting the Steam missing executable file, and uh, uh, it's a it's an alert that pops up with an it's a notification that comes up with an OK box, and all that really is there is a link to contact support. So I click the link, contact support. There doing their best to help me out. They sent me through like three or four different steps of trying to like delete this folder and do a restart or do this or that. And I'm like doing everything they say. And after doing all their steps, like perfectly I continue to get this error. So I'm unable to play Firewatch. And I keep saying in my like message to the Steam support, I'm like, oh, God, I just hope I didn't buy this game for nothing because I just want to fucking play it. And I feel like not many people are having this issue. Uh, it's funny, too, though. There's another game that does it for me, too. I think Sleeping Dogs. I've yet to even get that to launch. Uh, not that I have a huge desire to play the game, but I have it uh, in my library, and it'd be nice to be able to since I have it. Um, oh, I, ha- I have that game, too.
2: I've heard that one's actually pretty good, so I, 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 you know, recommends, or at least from what I've heard. Yeah, so it's
0: frustrating as fuck. I have two really good games that I can't (laughs) fucking play because it's saying I'm missing the executable, and I'm not. I, I I just downloaded those motherfuckers. I don't. I um. It's frustrating, and Steam support is currently trying to help me out i'll keep everyone posted but as of right now those are two i can't play and so i'll classify firewatch as regrettable game of the week because i haven't been able to play it, and it's been causing me a lot of frustration
1: are your drivers like completely up to date and everything
0: yeah i'm pretty sure i'll have to do a double check on that and by the time i i'll just let you guys know i'm not Hmm. sure i think so though i'm almost positive
1: you've googled your issue and
0: Yes, numerous and, times, and okay. it's just like the, I'm thinking to myself: the best bet is just to contact Steam themselves.
1: I don't know, do Steam's yeah, dude. Get a refund. Steam, yeah a refund is probably your for writing. eh, well, I don't know if if good you luck. good luck. If <laughs> you plants, okay. So here's the thing: Steam support is absolute trash. It's so bad. It is it,
0: it, that's what I mean. They, like uh, nothing they've told me to do has worked yet, and I'm just like yeah. fuck. I thought it would be like an instant. Like oh, you're having this problem. Do no. this magical dance and it'll work, and it'll be like okay.
1: Yeah, honestly, okay. So I had this exact same problem when I tried playing Dark Souls One on PC, and it was an issue with games for Windows Live, which is the oh I oh my god okay I'm not going down that path I won't go down that <laughs> yeah path. I I could talk about that for I could that's, I could complain about that for for days but yeah. anyway yeah no basically I i uh reinstalled Windows and then it worked. It was so dumb, but that is wow.
0: awful, yeah, no, I've heard of certain games uh if certain situations where that's the case, that'll resolve it,
1: yeah, I will
2: say if we're talking about terrible games, um this is one I've played uh I forget the name already because it's so terrible, and I've tried to forget it as best I could. Eleusis. uh no. Uh, it's <laughs> <out. laughs> The Slaughtering Grounds, the one that ba- <laughs> Basta. Basta sent me uh, for giving him bad rats. Um, apparently, the developer of Slaughtering Grounds, Digital Homicide, It's so edgy, guys. Just so fucking shadow the edgehog here, dude. I feel like um, their
0: their theme song is that Papa Roach thing.
1: Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort.
0: <laughs> cut into pieces.
2: I guarantee the dude plays at least once a day. Oh god. Um, but apparently he's super angry at the game critic Jim Sterling who's very well known and doing very well for himself on Patreon. Like He's, well, I think, one of the highest grossing earners on Patreon. Um, because Jim Sterling gives him a lot of shit and reviewed one of his games and just trashed it so thoroughly and on every video he talks about it, he's like, well, this game's terrible. But not as terrible as Digital Homicide's <laughs> game. Like, it's his go-to of referencing terrible games. And apparently some of Jim Sterling's fans have actually sent the game developer shit like actual cow shit like in the mail or something oh Jesus my Christ. god so I think what uh, the the game developers actually trying to sue him for ten million dollars um and I think it's more in line with like Jim sterling's fans as like so much like so much further harassment and Jim sterling just criticizing his game which I I, I don't know that much about Jim sterling Maybe the guy can be kind of a dick sometimes and, like, harp on something a little too much, like he should let it go eventually. Um, or maybe he, it's, it's just a running joke with him, and he meant it seriously back then, but now it's just a joke in and of itself, and he's not actually as harsh anymore. But the guy's asking for, like, 4.3 in emotional, rep, rep, uh, reputational, and uh, financial distress, like 4.3 million uh, and 5 million in punitive damages, saying it's dig- like damaging his brand and his name, like, professionally. And the games are fucking terrible. They're some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I think I made a video of it, and I was just, like, pulling my hair out because it's so bad. Like, you know, in this specific case, Jim Sterling's right. It's maybe one of the worst games ever made. But the guy's trying to sue him for it, and it's super entertaining because the guy's an asshole and Jim Sterling might be too but you know not as much as this guy yeah and it's just so bad and it's kind of like the ga- game developers trying to sue Jim Sterling for giving him such a bad review and continually giving him a bad review like every video <laughs> but he even Jim Sterling said in one of the videos that it looks like some of the game assets were bought off lo- like bought online and just like forced into every game he makes because this is one of the games where the developer made like five games and they're all identical but just reskinned. And I think in his like, uh, claim to try and sue him, the developer admits that he did buy assets online, like generic ass assets, uh, as redundant as that is, ass assets. Um, <laughs> so like he even admits, he's like, we didn't have that time to actually make them ourselves, so we just bought them off someone who did it, like, you know, like a stock photo service but for video game assets. And it's just like, you just proved his point, though. Like, he's not wrong. That's not, like, a slanderous claim saying you bought assets, because you did, because the game's terrible. <laughs> so, if you guys are interested in, like, gaming world, you know, drama and, like, legal uh battles and lawsuits, keep an eye on that one, because I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. I really hope uh Sterling wins, or at least settles or something, and I just hope this developer doesn't win, because... These games are terrible. They're so bad.
0: All right. Um, I,
2: speak- I really want to play
1: it. I really no, want to play do it. do not.
2: I put the video up. Just watch the video. Okay. It's
1: Mark, play have I've, al- I've already watched your video.
0: <laughs> play this so. instead. I just found this really weird game by accident, honestly, on Steam, and it looks like total garbage, but uh, it, it's called Amok, and it's A M O K. <laughs> And the reason I was even interested in it is because, like, this terrifying, like, creature's face. Like, it looks like a mask, and it's just, like, really scary. I'm like, okay, so it's a horror game. Let's see if it's any good. Uh, and I looked into it, and the, the description is, Protagonist of the game is investigating the disappearance of people. The investigation leads him into an old house, and then it becomes a party to the strange and dangerous events. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Every horror game that's ever existed, and he then it the becomes
0: name. a party to the strange and dangerous events. What the fuck what? is that? And so, and then I'm like watching this trailer, and it it looks like utter crap. This game does not look good, people. <laughs> I, I I guarantee it is going to get a bunch of negative reviews, and, it, are- and it's priced at ten bucks right now. That no. that guy's dreaming.
1: It says there are no reviews for this product in it your line. Well, it just came out, literally just came yesterday. out yesterday, as of this recording. Yeah. But oh, I yeah. guarantee,
0: as this progresses, if anyone's dumb enough to buy that, they're not oh, going to be God. too happy.
1: Game this of is, the year, guys, right here. This is
2: the game you buy in revenge for someone giving you bad rats. This is one of those terrible games because. It, it, it doesn't even give the guy a name. He's just protagonist.
0: He's yeah. a muck. <laughs> protagonist a muck. of the game. What the hell does oh that even God. mean? It's like it almost seems like it's an acronym or something. I really it's so
2: stupid. I don't buy it, Mark. I, I ten bucks, no. dude. It don't. looks terrible, but don't don't encourage this developer.
1: This is the type of game that would have been good in like ninety five.
0: Yeah. And. Look, <laughs> And it just came out yesterday. <laughs> yeah,
1: yep. it came out in 2016. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. Yeah, <sighs> so I'm
0: glad I could bring that one to the table. So is there anything uh, else we want to bring up before we potentially play a conversation game?
1: Uh, just uh, yes. just, just terrible games. Oh, Brent, go, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I actually got a few things, because
2: uh, we had a, quite a backlog going, so a lot of stuff's been happening that I haven't been able to address. Um, one, this might make it feel good because we've been so fucking salty on this episode. Um, you know, shit's happening in Syria, and it's a
0: nightmare. All right, I'm going to stop and- you there. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the refugees went to Canada, and Canada has been housing them, and um to house them, they put some of the refugees in a hotel. Uh This happened a while ago, especially by the time this recording came out. Um But I just felt like people need to hear that in the hotel, they were also hosting a furry convention at the same time the Syrian refugees were there. Oh, yeah. But yes, furries and Syrian children were at a hotel together, and it turned out the kids loved them. Turned it out, they were just like gigantic mascots for these kids, so they just went nuts. And it's actually there's like videos, and it's actually pretty heartwarming, even though it's a bunch of pervert furries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're they got their own thing, and I mean, it sure, do the what you want. Happy. People, that's it, it made the kids yeah, happy. That's the good intention. Escaped a war torn country, and that's the heartwarming tale um i wanted to bring up also another good thing is sony and xbox uh sony and microsoft actually talked about joining the consoles like online so people with xbox ones can play with people with ps4s
0: yeah i heard about that that's pretty goddamn exciting i wonder who who approached who about it was it microsoft being like hey microsoft
2: uh approached sony first i believe
0: interesting and the funny thing is that sony was like yeah
2: they said they're interested in doing it um Uh, some of the consoles already connect with like pc gamers like in rocket league you can play with uh, on pc and play against people playing on console um so i think that was like a big push showing there is an audience for it and i think these current gen systems are really just trying to grab people any way they can because i looked it up and xbox one has like 17 exclusive games the rest you can buy on other stuff so it, it's, they're not doing well game wise. I don't, in my opinion, I don't think this generation.
0: Yeah. What about Nintendo? They're probably just thinking to themselves. We like, use
2: rolling in it. Like I think Wii U, I still say we use probably the best console to get for this generation. Cause they got a bunch of exclusive and they all look really good.
0: Um, This is like a serious question though. And I'm not sure how many games fall into this category. How many games are PS3, Xbox one and Wii U PS th- PS4. Uh, that's what I meant. Wow.
2: Um, what do you mean how many games like, like how just, many fall yeah
0: into that category where it's all all of that
2: oh uh not many because we it's kind of like similar with the ps4 and xbox one but we use kind of its own thing entirely because it's so integrated with the motion controls and the wii u pad and stuff that's why i asked so,
0: because i was just wondering if they could even potentially even be involved with the whole online community with Sony i and really doubt it uh, okay i, I doubt, really it doubt it too.
2: yeah so it's cool that those two are kind of at least working together for once. So, if you got buddies and you have different consoles, maybe you can play games with them in the future.
1: Yeah, uh, Gabe Newell on Steam said he's on board with it, too. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: He's just fucking Scroogeman ducking up, so he doesn't care if his Tiny little competitors are working together against the colossal giant that is Game
0: Newell. That was always the biggest like deterrent of like playing a game. It's like, oh well, my friends got it on PlayStation Three and I got it on PC or whatever that the X versus Y. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I really want a
1: Game Newell mouse pad. <laughs> Don't we all? It's just his face. <laughs> I've seen like pillows,
2: like body pillows. Gabe Newell. <laughs> no way. I I mean it. It's like just his face over like. A custom <laughs> like
1: I want that so bad uh
2: they're hilarious um I'm just gonna keep going with the good news because I'm gonna get really mad and I'm gonna try and keep it short because we've already uh, been going for a while uh one thing I thought was weird is overwatch was a super great game um it's in open it's in its second open beta right now, but only so many people can get into it like they give out keys to it um if you don't know about it by now you just look it up it's an incredible game it's kind of like Fortress style with a bunch of different heroes. But you can pre-order it now. And the open beta now is just Blizzard giving out keys to who they think deserves them or whoever they want to. It's completely up to them who gets it. And it's a lot of YouTubers and streamers and stuff, which it's not surprising because it's pretty much free advertised for them. But if you pre-order it now, you can get into the beta, but only between May 3rd and May 4th. And then the beta is going to close again. Until the game comes out uh, around June, sometime I think. So I thought that was just pretty weird that even if you pre-order it, you don't get into the beta with everyone else who's already playing the beta. You get into the beta for two days, and then it's taken away from you again. Interesting. I just thought that was a really weird like strategy, and I, I mean the game's gonna be super success- successful anyway. And hell, I might even buy it, even though I'm not a big online multiplayer game. G- yeah, gamer. But like I, I just at least wanted to bring that to people's attention. If they want to pre-order it, you're only going to get the uh beta access for two days, and then it's going to be taken away for like a month or so. Huh. So don't think you're going to be able to jump in and play online with a bunch of YouTubers and streamers like they've been playing for months now. Um. Also, the animation software that is being used by Futurama and Studio Ghibli,
0: it's going to be free
2: soon. Oh They're yeah, going to make it
0: open source. I saw oh, that. God. That is great.
2: It is amazing because they've overcome so many hurdles with it and they can't really advance it much further. They figure if they make it open source, there's going to be some person out there, some coder, who can do this problem but just doesn't work for them. Of course. So, so they're hoping they can help advance it and to do it, they're just making it free. Oh, wait till they see what it blossoms
0: into. Oh, God. Oh, it's going to oh, be God.
2: amazing. Guys, this is
0: going to
1: be glorious.
0: Yeah.
2: It's going to be great because there's going to be so many anima- – like there's a ton of animators I follow on YouTube who do amazing work, but are limited to so much like flash and stuff. And now they're going to have a great software and you know, maybe it's going to be the porn quality is going to be pretty good too for a while. But I mean like <laughs> other animators are going to be great. <laughs> um, so I, if you're an animator, if you love cartoons, like keep an eye out on this. Uh, the software is going to be free March 26. So whenever that is to this episode coming out. Um, but I, I, god damn i want to be in animation so bad but i draw like a fucking blind thir- three-year-old it's i'm just so excited for this and
1: i'm so happy and it's gonna be cool
0: yeah that is really exciting news and actually nah, a, I, a, I
1: love that that's such a that's such a victory for the open source community yeah
0: oh hell yeah on a semi-related uh note i see that this movie is coming out or is, is coming out soon or whatever uh It's called The Boy and the Beast. It's actually by the uh, director who gave us Summer Wars and Wolf Children, even though I haven't seen Wolf Children, because that doesn't seem like my bag of chips, really. Um, But Summer Wars, everyone knows I gush over that, and I'm a super fanboy. It's so um, good. The Boy and the Beast is the newest movie from Studio Chizu, and it looks pretty fucking good. The trailer's interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's definitely not going to outdo summer wars for me by any stretch (laughs) but i'm interested to go check it out so
2: yeah it's in select theaters right now so you know look it up it's it's tough to find now but i'm sure it'll get like a more public release soon because it looks great yeah
0: so yeah listeners if you're into anime movies check out the boy and the beast but um anything else
2: yeah after all that good stuff now i get to be super salty and angry oh i'm gonna try and keep it short because god knows i could like Mark said, I could rant about this. Four hours. But, the Assassin's Creed movie.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> now, we all know how great Assassin's Creed is. There's a whole episode of me screaming about it. And we know the notorious pre-orders with Assassin's Creed, and how just fucking dumb they are. Want to know something great, though? You can pre-order tickets to the Assassin's Creed movie. But, you can pre-order tickets and depending on what tickets you buy you get additional shit with it just like with the video games
1: oh my so, god so
2: there's different price tiers of tickets to pre-order so let me just run through the list real quick oh, do i get no. a football oh it's better mark <laughs> for 15 dollars, you get a movie ticket and a copy of the script for 40 dollars, you get a movie ticket a copy of the script and a t-shirt and a watch
0: Wait, and also, <laughs> who the fuck wants a copy of the script? Who wants oh, an no Assassin's I'm sure this movie, Creed
2: watch? That's like, I'm sure this movie's not going to be great. I, I'm just um, imagining
0: the fans sitting around with their scripts being like, yo, this is sick, let's act it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so going to be painful. stupid And then, for $60, uh, you get a replica of a Hidden Blade toy from McFarlane Toys, a <sighs> ticket, and a copy of the script. For $120, you get all right, all of these come with a uh, ticket and a copy of the script, yeah. so I'll just stop saying that. Um, for $120, you can get an Assassin's Creed hoodie, an official Assassin's Creed hoodie.
0: That's way overpriced.
2: For $600, what? you get a scale statue of the character Michael Fassbender's playing in the movie. What? For, for $1,200, you can get a Spanish crossbow from the Ubisoft workshop. What? Does it shoot? I'm pretty sure it's a it's a scale replica of the weapon featured in the upcoming movie and used in a pivotal uh, scene created by the famed Hollywood uh, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's like a prop for
1: $1,200. So this thing probably doesn't even really shoot crossbow bolts. No.
2: No, I'm pretty sure you can't just give out weapons to anybody who pays enough. Oh, my God. It's America. You can give weapons to anyone who pays enough for them. You
1: can just go buy a real crossbow for, like, One-fifteenth of that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's just... I'm so... Just filled with blind rage at Assassin's Creed. They're just... The corporate horrors of video games. And it just hurts me the most because I love the first two so much. First three. Like, Brotherhood, even. And Assassin's Creed 3 wasn't that bad. But, like, it's just... God, so
0: terrible i just oh man uh, i just really think uh, to me like none of that sounds even remotely enticing so it's like not not at all of course so so in that respect you're not getting my money i just would assume that everyone's that smart and then they would just realize like literally they'd get zero sales and be like "Ooh, fuck we're fucking up
2: (laughs) i hope so i hope that like is a shock to their system to make them realize because i think anyone who is a huge fan of this franchise like i was has lost faith in it. Like, it's because they've just gotten so bland and cheap and are just mass-produced every year and they're just clones of each other and it's just terrible. So any big fans they did have were lost. And anyone who's still really into it is either an idiot or a young kid who really isn't as cynical and bitter as I am.
0: Um, <laughs> and Dude. a kid like
2: that can't afford that stuff. So, like, I don't know who this is for. If, the, if they it's were... Just,
1: uh, if they were really smart they would have just so, been like okay yeah. it, okay if they were really smart and they wanted to keep this stupid pay more get more like situation they should have just been like pay like 30 bucks and just get a sweatshirt and then just stopped it there cuz that I, that i'd be fine with cuz that that, that was literally the only thing on the entire list that was like all right that might be kind of neat but it yeah. was a
0: hundred and twenty dollars. I was just gonna say that. You just said for thirty, I'm like, yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it's just like that that might have actually made the money. But, but it's like a crazy elaborate, like
2: assassin looking hoodie. Yeah. Like it's kinda like a weird um okay. like jack I forget the uh style of the jacket. But it's like a jacket and it's got the hood that like points down like the hood. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, that'd be kind of neat. And then wildly impractical. Like, once you wear it, like, day to day, you can't wear it to the office. I was just going like, to say, you can't like, wear that
0: weird. anywhere without looking like a total douche. It's like. <laughs> yeah,
2: you, you'd you be like the guy that walks around with, like, his, like, s- you know, it's my katana and it's, like, strapped to your back. It's like, all right, you know, Steven Seagal, go home, cut the ponytail, reevaluate your weight, reevaluate your life. You know, figure some stuff out. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so obvious. And it, you, yeah, like you said, you really couldn't wear it anywhere except for maybe, like, a comic convention. Where people are dressed up like Batman. Like, so even then, even then, no one would really care.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I just, Ubisoft, you disgust me.
1: You're, uh, just terrible. Like, we're saying uh, all of this, and we're all agreeing with each other's opinions. And I'm sure, like, anyone listening to this, and all of our other friends would completely agree with us. And then that makes me think, who the hell Is on these boards making these decisions.
2: Like it's it's corporate people who don't understand what the gaming culture is. It's like they're
1: not people. But you don't even need to be a gamer to know that those ideas absolutely suck.
2: Well, they just see the numbers. They see numbers that are like, hey, gaming related stuff like from the games, like people like props. Like they just see like people buy props, so we make props and we'll make that money back. Like they just see the numbers and nothing else in context
1: to it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't
0: know. I almost uh, wish like we could get this episode in front of the CEO of Ubisoft and he'll be like, you know what? The kid's right. Put these guys in charge. (laughs) And I'd be like, wait, I don't know if I want that responsibility.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My dad used to tell me, he's like, you're, he's like, the job you'd probably be perfect for would be like working for like, uh, you know, Marvel Studios or like a video game company and just having a rolled up newspaper and just slapping people on the hand. Just like, no, like that's a dumb idea. We don't do that. We've done too many Wolverine movies. We're not doing any more. Like, you know, it's, like, just one person to be, like, the common sense of, like, the company. (laughs) But, you know, it doesn't matter because, that like, quality assurance. Like, there's people in quality assurance uh, for video games. And there's a whole team that was quality assurance for Sonic Boom, the video game. And Sonic Boom is a steaming pile of shit. (laughs) It's a terrible game. But it they found all these problems with the game, pointed it out, and either the developing team didn't have enough time to fix them, Or the corporate figurehead said, don't push it back. Like, we can't push it back anymore, so release it anyway. So, there are people in the companies who know this; these are terrible ideas and, like, know this is a mistake, but they're just overruled by either their boss or like a deadline or something. And it's, uh, just... I would just want anyone listening, like, if you're still a fan of Assassin's Creed, just like, let me know. Just, like, send me a tweet or, like, email us in. Just, I want to see if you exist still, because... Ah, it's just—I just feel like Ezio's out on the like street corner in like New York City with like lipstick and like fishnet stockings and just like bending over trying to get soliciting Johns because he's just a fucking corporate whore now.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah,
2: he, you,
1: you say it, man. Oh, just hurts.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you guys want to play I Was the Walrus real quick?
1: You got it, kid. Cool. <laughs> sure. you guys want me to judge? No. I'm a little judge. worried
0: about it. Yeah, but no, I <laughs> no. could go against Ben. It's been a while. Just judge, but also try to make him semi-normal.
1: All right, I'll give it my best shot. Oh, we could use the one I posted in Slack.
0: I'd rather you didn't. If
1: your earlobes grew an inch every day, what would keep you from wanting to give up on life? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm cool with that. That is I'm, fair oh, game. God damn. And, uh, I, and the funny thing is, I don't remember seeing that, so it's uh, I didn't think about it or give it any thought. So, <laughs> so if my earlobes are constantly, are growing an inch a day? Yeah. What would keep me from giving up on life?
1: Yeah.
2: They never stop. Like, every single day they grow one inch for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so... Let's just do some quick math real quick. Six, uh, 365 <laughs> times 24. <laughs> so they would be 8,760 inches at least. Divided
0: by 12. So then we have feet. Divided
2: by 12. That's 730 feet of earlobe.
0: So that's what? Wow. At least,
2: like, more than that's that like by the days, but that's just to round it off. Two
0: football fields worth. <laughs> <laughs> You have to cut them
1: off. You'd have to slice that off. Are you?
0: That's the question. Are you allowed to do that? I was assuming you had to drag him with. No, I I, I mean, ugh, man, I think either way you'd be pretty
1: depressed. <laughs> no, if you can cut them off, it's totally a different story. No, stop. I They're mean, like all, oh, God, they'd be all, uh, yeah, I guess, no, you can't cut them off. You're oh, not allowed fuck. to cut them off.
2: Because if you can cut them, it's just like hair, but just like. But just nice very here.
1: painful. Yeah. Okay, no, I, no, you're not allowed to cut them off. This is a this really weird <laughs> category, even for me. Do you think, Mark? Do you think it's very weird?
2: <laughs> That's surprising coming from you.
1: No, it's a good category. It's a good one, though. It's weird, but it it makes a lot of sense. So much sense. It makes
2: about as much sense as Ubisoft's marketing plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I know what my answer is. Okay. I got mine. Okay. Three, two, one, go crowdfunding websites
2: uh nothing would keep me from wanting to give up on my own life i would take my earlobes and tie them in a noose and trick myself on <laughs>
0: My life into pieces. This is my last resort. And by crowdfunding sites, uh, y- you have this fucking freakish problem. If you told the internet about that, people would be like, oh, I feel so bad for this guy. They'd be sending money left and right, and they'd also just want updates. Like, I'm sure there'd be people that care about you, and then there'd be people who' be like, I'll give you money if you show me the pictures of how long your ears go, or, like, if you stretch them out and shit.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh um, I don't know. There's some like wolf kid in Indonesia and he ain't getting shit. He's got like a thing where there's hair all over his body.
0: Oh, I bet mad. it'd be enough to like be like, oh I'm a star on the internet because I have freakish earlobes and like maybe the money he gets he can like build little uh I don't know, cars money, to, like, money houses No, company. little no, I mean like little uh things with wheels so he could put his earlobe, his big massive earlobes on them and he can pull them with
2: You keep saying him as if this isn't you.
1: This is you. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) This is, uh... Okay. I like it. Um. I think Doug wins because he actually answered the question. And didn't die? (laughs) And didn't give up on... You're supposed to tell me what's going to make you not, and you just did.
2: So you lose. I don't want to encourage your answers, or your categories. (laughs)
1: Nice. That was a good answer. Doug Doug won that one pretty easily. Um. It wasn't
0: even a good answer. Yes. (laughs)
1: It wasn't a good category either. <laughs> um, oh, I, oh! I'll do my, I'll do my other no, one that I posted.
2: <laughs> no. See, Doug, this is why I didn't want him judge. What else did this he is, post? I don't want to know.
1: <laughs>
2: Just keep scrolling up. No, I,
1: I already got. It's it. from
2: when we interviewed the attack. Like we came up with. Okay,
1: if you woke up naked in the White House, what would you tell your mom to prevent you from getting grounded? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, that th- I don't know about this one.
1: To prevent you from getting grounded, Cause, I because I am the The veto. It's, it's a, a, the I,
0: I, I support the veto only because it sounds so similar to one of your others, like either going to jail or something or other. It's all the same. <laughs> Just do something else. Being
1: Mark has a ton. <laughs>
2: Mark has a ton of inside jokes with Mark. These are all jokes he loves to keep doing, but only for himself. <laughs> And the whole getting naked and then grounded is a theme. <sighs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'll pick something normal. Okay, I promise. Um, okay, let's use Matt Bastas. What's in your What's go. in your brother's dresser drawers? Ooh, oh, I that brother. Yeah, I was say. it doesn't matter. It's your hypothetical
0: brother. I, th- I think I'm ready.
1: Uh, I got one. Okay, three, two, one. Let it rip. Uh,
2: half a pack of cigarettes, um, a uh, like hotel, like mini bar bottle of, uh, Schmiernafaka, and, uh, a b- little bottle of
1: lube and a magazine of good housekeeping. Is this actually your real brother? Cause I could totally see that. <laughs> of good <laughs> housekeeping and a bottle of lube. Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ.
1: Yeah, I um, could see Patrick doing that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, Brent actually has a brother. I don't have a brother, yeah. but if I did, it'd probably be a a, a Blu-ray copy of Shazam.
1: <laughs> Kazam, you mean? Oh shit! Kazam. No, it's nope, actually it's Shazam. actually
0: uh, the commercials that the Sham
1: The Sham Wow. he is that on. He managed to get a commercial on a published Blu-ray disc. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's actually pretty impressive.
0: You should probably just give it to Brent because <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I, feel- I don't
1: like I don't like shutouts generally, but. I really I think Brent's answer I mean, it's wins not. Because I... I, uh, I got one and Doug's got one. Oh,
0: yeah, I would have shut oh, out if I... Wait a minute. Okay, never mind.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, it doesn't change it. I'm still going Bren, Brent, but yeah, it's not a shutout, so... Fair enough. Okay.
2: <laughs> and in that scenario, my brother was hypothetically six.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of issues. That totally didn't really happen. No, not at all. Especially not
2: good housekeeping. And especially not my drawers.
0: Mm-hmm. Podcasting sucks.
2: (laughs) If there's one podcast you could stop right now from ever existing, which podcast would it be? This one!
0: Oh man,
1: I was kidding. This one. Alright, actually, I I think I might have one. It's it's not the greatest thing in the world, but we'll go with it. Um, So, as you know, all the Pokemon games have like a red, blue. The newest one that's coming out is Sun and Moon. What would your. Next two versions be? Dick
0: and butt. No, I'm kidding.
2: That
1: was going to be Brendan's.
0: I know. <laughs> I'd, I'd beat him to it. <laughs> uh. Shit. All right. So that's off the table. But no, I love the <laughs> category. So let's go with it.
2: Shit. I could really pander hard right now to Mark and definitely win this. <laughs> but it'd be really dumb.
0: Yeah, nothing too inside jokey. All right, I, I'm ready. My answer is terrible.
2: Okay. All right, I got mine. It's not the pandering one. Okay. But it might it might not be better.
1: All right, we'll see what happens. So, uh, three, two, one, go. Crack and cocaine.
2: Psh, just going for the throat there. Oh, and I imagine Pokemon is a little like
0: pipe Pokemon crack, dude. People would be yeah. all about that one, and that, like maybe someone get cocaine.
2: Oh no. Um, in my mind, they would, uh, Game Freak and Nintendo would partner up with the creators of South Park, cause the stick of truth is so good. And it would be, uh, Pokemon added to the Pokemon world. And oh, shoot. Poke- yeah, it, uh, it would be Pokemon Scuzzlebutt and Pokemon Big Gay Al.
1: <sighs>
2: it'd be Lamtron. And,
0: and uh, instead of it being Pokemon Cocaine, I'll just shorten it to Pokemon Coke, cause no one wants to say, Two syllables. Okay.
1: We ain't got time for that. Crack and Coke. Crack and Coke and South South Park. What? Yeah.
2: Scuzzlebutt and Big (laughs) AL. Okay.
1: Okay. I actually have that game. I haven't I haven't played it yet.
2: The Stick of Truth? Yeah. It's so good. The only complaint I have is that it's too short. And they've admitted that they cut out big chunks of it, like for reasons I forget why. But it's I just wish there was more of it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. My, the thing about Pokémon Crack is there's like a twist to it. Like you get special Pokémon like you have the pipe Pokémon and all that stuff. But uh it's like the interesting thing is you have to go gather Pokémon but then you sell them to fuel your addiction.
2: Oh no. <laughs> Instead of releasing them into the wild, you have to sell them to Team Rocket. Yeah, the
0: higher the level, the more crack you can get. But the thing is, the game, the 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 point of the game is you don't worry about your characters' like health points or anything, or your or your Pokemon's health point. So you just worry about staying consistently high. <laughs>
2: the- I feel like that might have been like a Newgrounds game.
1: This is like-, like this is like that. That I don't know if you remember. A long time ago, they made that like Pokemon in real life video on YouTube. And like meowth is snorting rare candy. <laughs> yeah, oh, that,
0: that's, that's what excellent. that
1: reminds me of.
0: Well, that's what I mean. I really think, and people would buy that shit up like crazy, and they'd be addicted to the game, which is inherently addicting.
1: It's just like a rock star game here. <laughs> this, I don't think Nintendo's going to be backing this one up so much.
0: No, they they once they realize how much money's in it and how oh, much per- crack they could buy with it. <laughs>
2: Apparently, Shinpoko is Japanese for penis.
0: And actually, they'd probably buy Coke because they're better than that.
2: <laughs> Nintendo's got money; they can afford it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they do. You got the. Joke. You know what? That's probably how Pokemon was
1: made. Oh man, you guys! I don't even know what to pick. Uh... Since it's Mark and he's so wildly unconventional,
2: could I do the one that's super pandery? <laughs> I want to hear just what. It...
0: Throw it out there at least. Yeah,
2: say what it is. I want to hear what it is. Pokemon Homestar and Pokemon Hamstar. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then when you start up Pokemon Homestar, he goes,
1: Ah,
0: guy
2: Like, it does the noise he makes. <laughs> and every time you walk around in the Pokemon world, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Strong bad references.
0: It could have been yeah. Ho- Pokemon Homestar and Pokemon Hamtaro.
2: I like Hamtaro. <laughs> It was it was like a slice of life, but for hamsters. Like it wasn't bad. It was just
0: oh, you guys yeah, are it very was. cool.
1: And it, no, and the, actually, the Game Boy games were really fun.
0: I'm nice. not even yeah, kidding. They were
1: actually pretty fun games.
0: How did the hell did that get brought up? My fault.
1: <laughs> there
2: is actually a show on Crunchyroll. It's like Life of Miko or Michu or something. But it's just the life of like a Shibu Inu, like, and it just follows it around from the dog's perspective. It's good for like one episode or two. I can't imagine someone watching all of it. Oh no. It's a lovey, lovely, lovely Muko. Oh, it's like six uses or like seventeen uses. It's good for like one episode laugh, like ha, and then like f- laughing at this is this exists, and then never watching. Speaking it.
0: of things that are worth one a laugh, uh, Pokemon Crack would be like the hottest thing for like the first like year, and then like you'd see it selling for dirt cheap and GameStops.
1: <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You hey, you hey, yo, dog, you got any Pokemon? <laughs> shit, shit, lay low, lay low. <sighs> okay, I, I I guess I have to go with Dougs, because I I don't I yes. like I guess because I haven't played the South Park game like it has no sentimental value to me at all. The drugs certainly do. No, I, I, <laughs> and like the game, yeah, fond memories of crack. I don't know. It's kind of clever because like the games are so addicting as they are. So that's true. That's all what right. I was
0: going on, honestly. Oh, excellent.
2: Uh, I was just riding that panda wave. No, I know. I- if
1: you had actually picked the Homestar one, though, you know I would have picked that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel. I feel like it would have been cheating because it, I, like, it's just in your
1: wheelhouse. <laughs> I'm such a Excellent. big Homestar fan. Yeah. yeah. So I guess Doug wins.
0: Yay. <laughs> Excellent. Um. So let's let's wrap this one up. We've been doing this for a good while now. Um. Let's do some plugs. Uh. Where can listeners find you, Mark? Uh.
1: ABTS Mark. I'm gonna try and start streaming more. It's been uh, a little bit lax lately, but it, it'll pick back up.
0: No sweat, dude. That's cool. Look forward to that, listener. And how about you, Bren?
2: A-B-T-S-Brendan on Twitter.
0: Sweet. And yeah, if you guys want to tweet at us, our main handle is A-B-T-Silence. Uh, we have Twitter, Facebook. If you want to email us categories for I was Walrus so we don't have to come up with our crappy ones, uh, you can send those to almostbetterthansilence at gmail.com. Uh, we have a new... Oh. oh, what's up?
2: Shout out to listener Brad B. He uh, messaged me in. Uh, I remember talking about Metal Gear Solid on like one of the uh, last episodes and how you would say, Doug, you would just start off with Metal Gear Solid 5. And that would be so confusing. He's actually doing that. Oh, yeah. He's, he's starting with Phantom Pain and like hasn't played any other ones. And I, I don't know how he's doing it, but it's impressive. Yeah. He's an
0: awesome fan. He's emailed us in the past. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Brad B. Thanks for listening. And also shout out to the people that tuned into the stream when I was doing Grim Dawn. I'm going to keep doing that. So at twitch. Dot TV abt silence every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m Eastern Standard Time I'll be addicted to this grim dawn game um but yeah thanks for listening and oh one last thing we have uh, our latest podcast that joined the network is the Erie canal theater podcast which features their first two seasons of switchboard infinity which is currently in the middle of season two so I highly recommend go check that out and um I guess that's it nice man cool I guess we'll see you guys next week
2: see ya